This week on Inside Motorsport, we find out about the new Ute Series from the winner of the Queensland Raceway round of the current Ute Series. We also speak to Formula 4's Nick Rowe on his success at Queensland Raceway. I hope you'll stay with us. Harris, congratulations. Uh, second place today at Queensland Raceway and uh, more valuable points. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, a little bit of a boo-boo from me in race one uh, under the safety car there. Otherwise, we would have been in that top step. But all in all, good weekend, good points all. Um, we're midway through the season. We're in a good position. Um, you know, just looking forward to the rest of the season and obviously next year. And we'll be on track soon in the in the Mazda. I think um, sort of early September, I think we'll have, a, have the, the new weapon on track. And... Um, mate, everyone's really excited about next year and um, I think the race is going to be good. They're not going to be as fast as what we're in at the moment, obviously, but I think they're going to surprise a lot of people and I think commercially we're already seeing the benefits out of it. There's a lot of, lot of interested parties next year and um, I think that whole segment and that, that whole market is, um, is in for a good shake-up. So, yeah. It's obviously been critical to get the package right because uh, the, the vehicles themselves are so different to come up with that baseline that you can all build your cars to. How confident are you that there is going to be able to be some level of parity? I think um, the, the parity between the engines is going to be the biggest challenge. Uh, I think um, little things like the Amarok's the widest car in that, that whole market, so um, the, all the cars have to be that width, otherwise the, the Amarok has an advantage. So um, the Triton, you know, the wheels are poking right outside the, the guard, so little things like that they'll need to address. I think yeah, you kind of expose wheels like that. but. Um, I think aftermarket four-wheel drive products are going to love the category because they're all going to have guard flares on them and stuff like that. So, um, But mate, to answer your question, I don't know, that's going to be the biggest challenge of the parity is it's not so much between the cars, I think. Uh, they're all going to be pretty pretty bang on, like with the the um, geometry and stuff and the, and the measurements and the ride heights and all that and what I have. But um, yeah, the engines is a big question mark on that. But I think um, there's some good people involved and they'll get it right soon. It's interesting, though, what you mentioned about the uh, add-ons and the add-on kits could be the uh, real beneficiaries yeah. of it. Just like the hard, the hard back on the current Ute definitely. was really marketed through you yep. racing. Yeah, no, definitely. Like we've already got a, a couple of big um, aftermarket four-wheel drive companies keen. So um, yeah, it's, um, it makes a makes a hell of a difference for them for their marketing and stuff. And um, you know, usually I'm on the phone chasing sponsors every year, and I've already had three phone calls and emails this year already. So. Um, towards next year, so it's in good stead, I think. Yeah, I imagine just the launch at Townsville of the car, people being be able to see and touch it, makes it a bit more real and it makes the conversation easier. Oh, definitely. There was that period there where not much was happening, and and it wasn't just the fans and the public in the dark. It, all the teams were in the dark too, so it was a bit frustrating. But um, I think they got the right people involved now, and it's moving forward rapidly. So. Supercars are the category manager. They're confident 12 cars. Are you thinking that it could even be more at the first race? Oh, definitely. I think a lot of people just need to stop sitting on the fence and get involved. And I think um, market relevance, the uh, TV next year is unbelievable. So um, supercars, they, they need to realise that supercars need it to make the category work. So um, you can't have anyone bigger behind you than supercars in this game. So um, I think people just need to, need to get in and have a crack and, yeah, just... Even it, it's hard to dip your toe in the water, I guess, building a car like that. But I, mean, I, I think you know it's in, it's moving in a good position at the moment, and it's going in the right direction. So I think hopefully a lot of people over the next couple of months do commit, and um, they're on the grid of Adelaide. So 
I imagine one of the successes of the Ute Series has always been they've been contact friendly and the yep. cowboy element of the racing and the and the cars being built for that sort of robustness. Are you confident that the new cars are going to have a, a level of robustness like that? Oh, definitely. I think time will tell. Like they're going to be top heavy and um, you know the exposed wheels, stuff like that. But I think you'll be able to bang doors still. So um, yeah, it. Um, it's um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like the, obviously the engines are a big question mark. So hopefully they last the season because what what we've got at the moment, you can run a whole season on. So someone running more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, that's the only real question mark is, is the engine. I think so. Could we see a case where we start pulling back on power and lose more track speed, but go for that reliability? Yeah, I think, I think they're not gonna they're not gonna stretch them out too much at the too big enough anyway. Just so there's. You know, it's not going to be a good look if we got Adelaide and there's cars pulling over on the side of the track everywhere. So, I think now they've got a, they've got a. It's probably the most crucial part of it coming up. But I think they'll get it right. And yeah, like you said, I think they might just dull them down a bit until they sort of their confidence slowly chipping away at it, give it more boost, all that sort of stuff. So. And what about the BT50? When when are you actually going to put your bum in it and give it a we, run? We just caged it. Um, so it's got to go back and get the cage all done, inside all done. Um, the engine's already at Craig Hastead, so. I'd say end of August, start of September, we'll be on track and, and we'll just um, yeah, just do a big solid test in it and go out and see what it's like. I, I can't wait, I'm so curious. So, yeah. <laughs> I imagine it is one of those exciting things. You know yeah. what you've had, you've been so successful with it and now it's uh, completely changing the game like the Gen 2 was to, uh, or the new Gen car was to the Supercar yeah. Series. Yeah, no, definitely, mate. Yeah, no, it's, it's um, like the, the, the most exciting part about it to me is, is the commercial relevance and market relevance it might sound a bit boring saying that the fans don't really get that but but being behind the scenes and being busting my ass to get sponsors every year it's it's a breath of fresh air and i'm surrounded by a good team at the moment i've got great sponsors and bush ranger and now i've got you know a choice of of some other sponsors for next year already so it's usually the other way around i'm usually on the phone bloody knocking down doors and now we're in good position, so it's good. You'll be turning up and people will be telling you how they're running their car just like you yeah. to get here. That's it, that's it. I'm happy to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All the best and no, congratulations once again. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Well, Nick bro, congratulations. Formula 4 victory here at the Queensland Raceway and it kept off a, a very, very solid weekend. Yeah, mega weekend. The boys at AGI Sport did a did an awesome job from practice one to get one, two, three in practice and then to get a front row lockout on a Friday afternoon and pole for both races, race one and race three was awesome and yeah, just capitalised on them pole positions and got off into the distance in races one and one and three and then just kept my nose clean in race two and finished third from six, so that was good. You've obviously showing that you've got good speed, you're getting very comfortable in the wings and slicks, but what's the, uh, what's the plan for the rest of the year now in the last couple of rounds? Yeah, we've got a 50-point lead at the moment. Well, around that, I'm not 100% sure, but, yeah, it's not over till the fat lady sings. There's still 60 points around, so hopefully by the time Sydney Motorsport, our home track, comes by, we can get that lead above 60 points and wrap it up around early, but anything can change in a heartbeat in motorsport. Everyone knows that, so we'll just keep our heads down and keep focused. For yourself, uh, coming up through the ranks like you are, what's the end game for you? Yeah, hopefully one day we can get into V8 supercars, but, yeah, just take it one step at the one step at a time at the moment and keep having fun. Yeah, at the end of the day, I guess we all start to have fun and it gets a bit out of control sometimes. So yeah, we'll just keep our heads down and yeah, have a good time. How do you look at, you know, you've come up through karting and then into another open wheel formula here in Formula 4. How do you make the transition then to a sedan car? Yeah, well, hopefully, they're, they're a lot different to drive. So hopefully next year we can get a Kumo gig together or something like that. We'll just have to see how budget permits. 
and yeah, we've done four, we did Formula Ford for a year, and now we've done this for two years. So yeah, we're just slowly building the building the grassroots, and yeah, hopefully turn into a weed soon or something like that. What have you thought about these cars to drive? Because there's been a lot of talk about Formula Ford, Formula Four, and and that whole battle. But what are these actually like to drive as uh, as a driver? Honestly, I, I think they're they're a really good learning category. They got it's. It's easy to be within a second, second and a half, but to get that last little bit when you're really pushing and qualifying, everyone says they're just easy to drive, they just turn, you put your foot on the accelerator and off they go, but the cars, they move around a lot, understeer, oversteer, when you're really on the limit, and as you can tell, when you're really on that limit like I was in qualifying, you can get that little gap. And they're, they're, pretty, they're all pretty equal cars now. First year there was a little bit of parity, but now they've done a lot of dyno testing, a lot of everything, and they've really evened it up. So, yeah, onwards and upwards. And how are you going with the adjustments? Because there is a, a, a multitude of adjustments that you can make over the other formulas. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of different things. We can do roll bars, springs, wings, a lot of that kind of stuff. But we've got a, a, got a new engineer this year, Timmy. He uh, works on a couple of German F4 cars. And, yeah, he come over this year. He wants to live in Australia, so... He's a mega dude and yeah, he knows what he's talking about, so the setup's just been pretty awesome all year. And when do you have to like find that funding for the next step through to the Kumo series? Yeah, we're just uh well we got Pete SCT Logistics on board and AGI roll cages. So and same as AGI Sport, they're run by the same dude and yeah, hopefully we can put something together. We've been talking to a GT team, so never know. At the end of the day, hopefully one thing turns into another, but yeah, just keep living every day to the last. Just got to keep pushing. That's it, mate. That's what they say. Keep on pushing. Well, Nick, congratulations. Fantastic round here and uh, the championship lead just almost uh, almost at that critical number. Yeah, almost there. We'll uh, keep our heads down and hopefully we can get us to that critical number sometime soon. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.